Do you want to lose weight but struggle to stay committed to a meal plan because you constantly feel hungry? Does food provide you comfort when you are bored, angry, lonely, or sad? If so, you are in the right place. My name is Kristen Jones, and I'm a life coach specializing in emotional eating and weight loss, and I'm also a lifelong emotional eater. I want to provide you with information, motivation, and support so you too can learn to manage your issues with food and develop a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. My name is Kristen Jones, and thank you so much for joining me today. Being that it is November, so whenever you are listening to this, whether it is here in November or it is in June of 2022, we are, it seems like every November, December, we start talking a lot more about gratitude. And for everyone who works with me, anybody who's in the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community, you know, I'm all about gratitude all the time. Like gratitude is something that we are constantly focusing on and that gratitude is everywhere in your life. And what we're going to talk about today is changing your perspective of any situation in your life and finding gratitude. There is always something to be grateful for in any situation. It doesn't matter what the outcome and to be honest There is always more to be grateful for because there's more to learn when a situation is not one that you're thinking is very positive. We only grow and change when we are put in uncomfortable situations. We don't necessarily grow and learn when things are going well. We grow and learn when things are challenging. And so that really is what I want to talk about today is why do we, why is that important? And why should we be focusing on that? So that is what we're going to talk about today. So I'm super excited about that. So glad you're here. If you are uh, listening on the podcast, welcome. And if you're not a member of the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Community on Facebook, you want to become one, you would want to go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and become a member of the most amazing community here on Facebook, super supportive of people who are looking to grow and change and really understand how they think, how they feel, and how those two things contribute to the actions that they take and the results that they get in their lives. And we kind of focus it on weight loss, but I think anybody who's been in the group for a long enough period of time knows that everything we talk about is not just related to weight, but it is related to how you feel about yourselves. I'm sorry. I just have to say a little shout out to uh, Jamie who just rolled in. Jamie, I have missed you. I just want to say that. And (laughs) so we need to connect soon. Um, So that is what we're going to talk about today. So there are three areas that we are going to talk about three areas that we're going to focus on. The first one is we're going to talk about from scarcity to abundance. The second is we're going to talk about finding beauty in all things. And lastly, we're going to talk about attracting more to be grateful for. 
So first thing, scarcity to abundance. Now, scarcity is the concept that many people subscribe to. And it is the concept that in the belief that when someone else gets something, that means there's less for you. Like we are, there's only a limited amount of things in the world. There's only a limited amount of love. There's only a limited amount of money. There's only a limited amount of opportunities, of jobs, of happiness. And if somebody else is happy, that that somehow takes away from you. And that is a mindset that many people have. And it is a mindset that is only going to hold you back, is going to prevent you from being able to see the beauty and the gratitude in all things that happen. And so it's really trying to look at how you feel about any given situation and then deciding, okay, do I want to continue to, do I want to continue to think in that way? So I'm going to ask those people who are, who are um, live in the group. um, I'm going to ask you, do you know someone, is there someone in your life and it could be you, but you don't have to say it to you, but do you know someone in your life and we don't have to write their names. You can just write yes or no. Someone in your life who is resentful or angry when good things happen to other people. So think about people in your life. Do you ever come across someone? Is there someone in your life that becomes resentful or angry when good things happen to other people and they feel like somehow they're going to lose out, somehow they're not going to get what they're not going to get theirs and that that's going to somehow hold them back. Refresh this. Hold on a second. Okay. Um, So I want to make, so just write yes or no in the comments. Yes or no in the comments. Oh, and Jackie, I know I love our family too. Um, so, so think about that. Think about how many people you have in your life that are like that, that have that feeling of something can't happen. Like it, it, there's only a limited amount. Like somebody else gets money. Oh, that means less money for me. That means I'm, I'm angry or I'm resentful or I'm jealous. We don't ever want to be that way. We don't ever want to be that way. So um, we want to, there are a number of, (laughs) there are a number of different, there are five different ways that you can develop more of an abundant mindset. Again, because scarcity is coming from that place that there's never enough. And when you come from a place of abundance, abundance is going to have that belief that there's always enough. There's always enough for everyone. And that includes gratitude. And so we want to develop and move away from that scarcity mindset and move towards the abundant mindset. And so there are five ways that you can change and alter and shift your mindset more towards an abundant mindset. And the reason why we want to have that abundant mindset is that then we are able to see 
the gratitude, and we are able to be grateful for everything that comes into our lives. And that will, in turn, as we're going to talk about, bring more of that into your life. So five things that you can do to to move from a scarcity mindset to an abundant mindset. So the first one is always focus on what you already have. So I know that there are people in the group who would like to change jobs. They're in a situation where they're not in a job that they love. And so they're very, very focused on moving away from that job. And that's totally fine. But what I would challenge you as you're doing that, I would challenge you to still be grateful that you have a job. As much as you don't like it, you're still having an income. You still have a job that allows you to be able to pay your bills to be able to put food on the table and for you to be able to live the life that you want to live. That doesn't mean that we have to stay in a job that does not make us happy, but we do need to appreciate what we actually have. Another, and and I'm going to use, I'm going to use the career and a job for as the example here. When people are looking to get a new job, oftentimes what they'll look at is all the things that they don't have that's going to fit this new job that they want to get. They, like all the, all the skills that they don't have. Instead of looking at it that way, how about we look at all the skills and all the, all the greatness that we can bring to whatever new situation we're coming into, whatever new job we're looking for. We always have the opportunity and the option to choose. Do I want to look at what I don't have? Or do I want to look at what I already possess and what I can bring to this new situation? So that's the first one. Always focus on what you already have. Secondly, surround yourself with people who have an abundant mindset. Because again, the quality of your life will reflect the expectations of your peer group. That is a quote from Tony Robbins. So again, the quality of your life will reflect the expectations of your peer group. So if you surround yourself with people who are in that abundant mindset, who are positive, who are always looking at what they have as opposed to what they don't have, you're going to be able to more naturally be able to do that and embrace that as well. So that's going to be helpful for you. Third thing, you always want to create a win-win situation in every situation that you find yourself in. You always want to find what is going to be, what's going to get, get allow everyone to feel positive and to feel like they've won in a given situation. You want everyone to win. Number four, you want to incorporate, and everybody in this group knows how I feel about this. You want to incorporate gratitude into your daily life. So if you currently are not a person who is looking who's looking at gratitude, who is looking to become more grateful and who has a gratitude practice, you want to start like yesterday. And so a gratitude practice can be as simple as writing down three things every day, three things that you're grateful for every morning. Sometimes it's just waking up in the morning. That could be the thing you're grateful for. And so gratitude every day, three things you're grateful for. And again, We'll talk a little bit more about what that means when we when we are grateful, how that actually comes back to us. And then the last thing is train your mind to recognize possibilities. 
train your mind to recognize possibilities. So one of the things that sometimes situations present themselves that we think, well, I want this situation to change and I want it to change like this. I want it to be, I want, I want, I want this to be my situation forever, or I want it to, I want things to go this way. And we are not open to possibly getting to our goal and having it come from a different angle and having it come from a different direction. So one of the things, and I'm going to tell you a little quick story. One of the things that I always wanted was I wanted to have a job that was a job that I, one that I loved, but a job that gave me a lot of security that I would feel like I would be, I would be getting a a normal, a regular paycheck. I could live the life that I want to live. I wouldn't have to worry about money. And so I became a teacher and I really believed that that was where I was going to head. I was just, that was what I was going to do for the rest of my life until I retired. And I was so focused on that, but I kept having this nagging feeling that I knew there was something else there, there, there were other possibilities for me, but I just kept pushing them aside because I just kept thinking, no, this is what, this is, this is the direction that I'm going in. This is what I need to have. And what I realized was, what I realized was, is that I was closing myself off to the possibility that I could still have exactly what I wanted out of, of teaching, which was the security, the, the lifestyle that I wanted to have and the, the security of, of, of a paycheck and, and all of the things that I wanted to have in my life. And I have that now, but I'm not teaching in the way that I was teaching. I was a traditional teacher. This teaching is very different, but if I hadn't been open to it looking different than what I thought, I would be doing what I had been doing prior to, to coming and being here with you all. Um, I would still be doing that. And I wouldn't be happy. And so I, we have to be open to getting to our goal, but it might not look in the way that we think it's going to look. And it might not go the way we think it's going to go. But if we're open to the possibilities, we can get there and it can be 10 times better than what we think, 10 times better than what we had anticipated and what we had hoped for. So again, being open to possibilities, being open to um, to a variation, a different, a different way of getting to that goal. So that's the first thing. Second thing, find the beauty in all situations. So in order to grow, we have to be uncomfortable. In order to grow, we have to be uncomfortable. Our biggest and best lessons come out of us being, when I say being uncomfortable, I mean, failure. Failure usually is where we learn our best lessons. It's where we grow the most. And so you always get to choose how you see a failure or a situation that doesn't work out the way you wanted, a situation that might be uncomfortable, a situation that might be difficult. You always get to choose, how do I want to see this? And do I want to take the opportunity to be able to up-level my life? Do I want to be able to find the beauty in this, even though it doesn't feel like it? We always get the opportunity to, to figure that out. We always get the opportunity to learn and to grow and to be grateful 
for whatever is presented to us. Because every time something challenges us, it changes us. And it always allows us to be able to grow and, and get better. Uh, every situation, again, especially the bad ones, are opportunities uh, for you to grow and for you to, you to learn. And do not miss out on that gift because that is, in fact, what it is. It is a gift. Now, the last thing is to attract more to be grateful for. You want to attract more in your life that you can be grateful for. So here's a quote. And I think I actually think this is a quote that I made up. I don't think I heard this anyplace. What you think you create. What you think you create. So you attract or bring into your life whatever it is that you focus on, whatever it is that you focus on. Now, I will tell you all that this is a lesson that I am learning over and over and over again. Because as most of you know, I am a new mom. I'm a new mom to a three-year-old, almost four-year-old Husky. And there are so many things that happen that I could focus on and fixate on in regards to my boy Jackson and the things that happen with us and the things that he does. And I will just bring more of that into my life if that's what I choose to focus on. And I have to catch myself because there's times where he... I have to tell you all a story. I'm just going to tell you this. This is a little quick side note here. So today we went out and we actually started doing some special training, not special training, but training to help him not be as reactive to other dogs. He's very reactive to other dogs. He gets very excited. He wants to get to the dogs. He wants to play with them. And so he acts like a maniac when we see any other dog. It could be a three pound chihuahua and he wants to get to them to play. So I asked in this group that I belong to, you know, how do you let make your dog less reactive? So we did some, we were doing some training today. So we had some chicken. So I cut up some chicken and we went out on our, our run and he did fabulous. He did so great. He was just amazing. He did so, he did so wonderfully. He sat, he took the chicken. He really stayed focused. I was so proud of him. And we came home and I had a call I had to get on. So I immediately got on this call. And so I'm sitting here and all of a sudden I notice him over, you know, over in the middle part of the living room and he's playing with this big white thing. And he has some bones here. And I was thinking, well, maybe it's a bone that he's playing with. Y'all, he jumped up on the counter and pulled off a full chicken breast. And this was a big fat chicken breast, pulls it off and brings it over and he's, he's eating it. And I'm on this call and I'm, and I excused myself from the call because I wanted to try and get the chicken away from him. Oh no, he was having none of that. He took the chicken. He just inhaled it. <laughs> Poor thing. He's probably going to have indigestion, but he inhaled it. And I, I went back and I got back into my meeting and I thought I could, I, there's so many directions that I could go in with my thoughts that I was having about the chicken, about the chicken breast and, um, and, and what, what, you know, how upset I could be with him and how focused I could be on, oh my gosh, what I, th this dog is just going to make me crazy. And I thought, you know what, 
He's a darn smart dog. If it was me, I would have done the same thing. I would have jumped up on the counter and gotten the chicken too. And so I realize that the more I focus on his negative behavior, the more that's all I see. That's all I see in my life is all I notice is, and all I see and all he does is behave in a way that doesn't work for me and behave in a way that I don't want him to. And instead, I want to focus on the behaviors that he does that are just so sweet. Like when he lays on my treadmill and his little head is falling off and he's and his his little his little tongue is dragging. <laughs> it's so cute. And and so that makes me and I and I realize like I want more of that. I want more of that that in my life. And so I've really focused on what I absolutely love about him and what I absolutely love about, about having him as my, as my sidekick in my life. And so it, it makes me appreciate everything that he, everything that he brings into my life. And I feel like the more I appreciate it, the more of those good things he brings into my life. And the more I recognize all of the good that he has created into my life. So again, we, the more we focus, the more happiness we're going to have, the more, the more, the more things we focus on, the more we're going to bring those same things into our lives. And so I encourage you to always, every situation can be pitched, can be perspective, can always be changed to in this situation, whatever it is that's happening, what do I get to be grateful for and find the gratitude in all instances everything that happens, you can always find something to be grateful for. You just have to look. And it's not, I don't think that it's being unrealistic. It's making a choice that your thoughts, your feelings, and your beliefs about whatever the situation is, you get to decide what those are. Every person gets to decide what their, what their level of, of gratitude is and what they want to see in the circumstance. We can see it either really horribly, we can see it as amazing. And I would always tell you to choose, choose the amazing, choose gratitude, choose being grateful. Because again, when we feel good about ourselves, when we have happiness and joy in our lives, we no longer have to look to food to being the only thing that keeps us happy in our lives. And that, I think that is a huge, huge piece for many people. For many people, food is the only pleasure that comes into their lives. And we need to do, we need to cultivate ourselves that joy and that happiness in our lives and make that our reality and allow ourselves to feel good merely because we're just here and not have to look to food to fill that void and make us feel happy. So again, gratitude is everywhere in your life. You just have to make the decision that you want to find it you want to cultivate it and you want to bring more of it to you by focusing on the positive and focusing on the things that you, that you can be grateful for. All right. Hope that helps. I hope that allows you to go off into the weekend, finding all things to be grateful for. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you all being here again. Gratitude is it's everywhere. You just have to make the decision that you want to bring more of it into your life. And if you do bring more of it into your life and you allow that into your life, your life is going to exponentially change and be more positive. So I'm going to ask those people who are watching in the Facebook group, can you commit to looking and finding the gratitude, even in things that don't look like 
there's any gratitude. They don't look like there's any positive. Can you commit yes or no in the comments? Can you commit to having gratitude? Actually, I don't want a yes or no. I just want you to write grateful. If you can be grateful and you can really commit to finding the gratitude and finding the, the joy and the, the, the goodness and the positivity in everything that happens, if you can commit to that, just write grateful in the comments. All right. Grateful is what we always want to be. All right, y'all have a fabulous weekend. Thank you for the, uh, for being here, for supporting um, the group. Again, if you are listening on the podcast and you are not a member of the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community, you want to become one. So again, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and come and join us. Jackson and I, bid you a fabulous weekend. We are going to go take a walk right now because someone needs it. And uh, I will see you all uh, very soon. All right. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information on emotional eating and losing weight, please go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and join the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community. I hope to see you soon.